0: Hey guys, it's Dan and Liz here from Replay Goldman. Uh, It's been a while since we've done a podcast, uh, caught up with work and other things, Um, but we're in lockdown at the moment. I think we've just had it extended yet again, so this will be week three we're coming into. Um, And while we've been loving the time off, um, we've been sort of doing different sort of things and... Recently what Dan and I have been doing a lot of is uh, Sporkle quizzes, uh, specifically music ones, and there's been some good ones in there. And we've been discovering some old classics that we used to listen to, um, as well as some new stuff that we're sort of starting to hear and enjoy and everything. So I thought what I'd do is I've actually got some uh, questions written down, which is all about music, but it's to do with your music tastes and... That sort of thing. So we thought, or I thought more so. um, (laughs) I don't think. It'd it'd be a a cool idea just to run through and have general discussions on Dan and myself's taste in music. Um, So we'll just get stuck into it, basically. Um, Hope everyone's staying safe out there, by the way, and hope this keeps you entertained as much as you can. But yeah, so I've titled it So You Like Music. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll go. So our uh, first one is, a song you like with a colour in the title. song I like with a colour?
1: Um, that one I would probably have to say would be A Certain Shade of Green by Incubus. That's one that I have always enjoyed and it's got a little bit of a funny story behind it as well. Then I guess I'll fill you in on that where um, when I was in high school, can't remember which year it was because it was that long ago, um, had a few mates that I wasn't in this particular classroom at the time. But um, yeah, they were there and they were just been a pain in the bum to the teacher that they had. And um, of course the teacher turned around and said, you know, like, Ryan, Luke, you know, get out your books, you know, we've got the lesson to start and all that. And they were just, you know, being pains as they were and pretty much just ignoring the teacher. And then, of course, anybody that knows the song A Certain Shade of Green by Incubus will probably get it as well. But the teacher's turned around to Ryan in particular, and he's going, Ryan, what are you waiting for? And then, of course, their lyrics out of this particular song. So Ryan's came out with A Certain Shade of Green in the way that it's set in the song. So that's generally the story that comes along with it, that back in the day when we were very immature teenagers just cracked us up and had us going for weeks, really. So that's basically the story. But yeah, that that would be the song that I thoroughly enjoy with a color in the title.
0: Um, it's sort of a hard one for me. I've had this. I've literally had this stuff written down in my book since February.
1: <laughs> it does not
0: surprise me. <laughs> with every intention of going through and answering them myself, and then I'm like, this will be great because I can put Dan on the spot and I'll be all ready to go. Uh, not so much at the moment. So I'm gonna sort of um go on to my Spotify list just to give me some pointers um there's a there's a few i guess that are are out there with colors in the title um um, i'm just really hard to think i'm i'm actually surprised that you managed to pick one up straight away
1: oh i've got a few
0: um see i've got a few as well like um paint it black I like that song. I think I was first introduced to that song on Guitar Hero. Yeah. One of the Guitar Heroes. Um, has just got that really funky little beat that I really like. Um Black Hole Sun. That just lingers with me from um watching Rage and everything of that film clip just sticks in my head with their massive eyes and massive smiles. Oh come on, you love like blue by Eiffel Sixty Five. <coughs> hey, I remember at my primary school, uh it, it was uh when i was at Penrith south and they we used to do this thing <laughs> you'd have your morning assemblies but there would be like a song that we would have and they'd put the lyrics up but it wasn't traditional stuff we would literally be like you know you'd have a school song and everything so we'd have our school song we'd have the national anthem or whatever but our our morning sort of stuff would be whatever was current at the time so i remember there was like um yeah a couple of assemblies there where we would be singing blue By Eiffel 65. Another one. We had the whole school singing. Man, I feel like a woman. (laughs) <laughs> this is probably back in 1999.
1: I could, I could just imagine all the, the males <laughs> in high school with that song as well.
0: Well, it wasn't high school. It was primary school. I was in year three. Oh, okay. So it was like year two, year three. So it was only obviously K to six. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's all get us out there singing like, uh, men, I feel like a woman. It was great.
1: You see, there's heaps of songs with the color in it though.
0: Oh, there would be. Look, there... there's probably plenty out there. They're just some that I'm seeing and coming. Nothing's coming direct to me at the moment. True blue. Yeah, yeah. See, so, like uh, John Williamson. I like that, but that's got a different meaning behind it for yeah. me. So it's not necessarily one that I would sit there and and just you know listen to for the fun of it. Lots of blue. Um, because I would put Blue Monday in there as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So, but yeah, I can't really. But like, like I mean, there's heaps out there. Like, a couple that I really like were obviously those those few that I um that I suggested, um, uh, it's going to come back to a lot of black just quietly because I've also got black diamond (laughs) kiss, um, is generally a good one that I enjoy as well. Um, yeah. All right. We'll go on to the next one. See what else we can come up with. Um, a song you like with the number in the title.
1: Ooh, well, one straight off the top of their head would be, um, engine number nine by deftones. Uh, I'm always been a big Deftones fan, so that would be one. Not one of my favourite songs by any means, but definitely one I enjoyed. But that's just one straight off the top of my head. Um, got no story with that one. <laughs> but can you think of one? Uh, Are you... Song song?
0: Th- song number three or song three? Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um,
0: great song. Hundred percent one that I flogged to death and absolutely love. Um, it's yeah when I'm when I'm thinking like. Favorite. it is a favourite, but just one oh, that I, one. I like. Yes.
1: Forty six and two by Tool. Such a good song. <laughs> so good. That that would have to probably be my one.
0: That's your one? Forty six and two, yeah. There you go. Um Yeah, no, no. Song song number three, um, is probably up there. Yeah, definitely. That would be my song I like with the number in the title. Um all right. A song that reminds you of summertime.
1: Summer love? <laughs> <laughs> um, is, does this have to be one...
0: It's just apparently a song that reminds you of summertime. Maybe there's something that happened one summertime that a song
1: reminds you of. Jesus Christ, we're not going down that road, are we? <laughs>
0: um,
1: so other than summer loving... Um wouldn't have a clue, because... I mean, listening to a lot of new metal and hard rock in my younger years, they don't really do a lot of songs like that
0: yeah i I don't think like it's a tricky one i um I think only anything that I would have would probably have to correlate directly to uh its film clip um yeah of of me thinking. but literally every every time I hear Summertime... All I can think of is that stupid kid rock song. Yeah,
1: that I was thinking that.
0: that. Which is, I'm pretty sure, called Summertime. I
1: don't awesome, know. Yeah, I just I know, know the it's one the one that's
0: singing sweet home Alabama all summer long. Yeah, every time, like, yeah. And every time I've read that, for some reason, that's what. And I don't even like that song. It doesn't necessarily have to be one that you like. It's just a song that reminds you of summertime. Mm. Unfortunately, that's what pops into me. That or the freaking um, push bike song. Ah, oh, uh, it's really, really old. Um, I can't think of who does it, but it's, You look so pretty as you were riding along. And it's like, ch- ooh, ooh, ch- ah, ch- ooh, ooh. It's, yeah, it was just one of those I weird
1: don't think 70s, 80s it. sort of
0: songs that used to be on a compilation. Well, that was pretty much
1: what it was. That's what I mean. Probably any of the listeners that are out there are probably yelling at us as well, because we haven't said summer of 69. But
0: that doesn't remind me of Summertime. No,
1: but that's what I mean. I did think of that one straight away as well, but I'm like, not really, because it's not really. Well, like, yes, I grew grew up at that time. Well, not in that time. Yeah. But I grew up when that song was big, because it's been big since it's got released. But yeah, it's not really one that I listened to, so. But. Um, All right.
0: Next one. A song that reminds you of someone you would rather forget about.
1: Next question. No, come on. See, <laughs> um, so it's really hard because there's one particular person that, one, one, I can't forget about. So, purely because of the fact that we have a child together. But, um, I would say probably Pussycat Dolls. I don't know what it's bloody called. But it was a Pussycat doll song. Um Don't think, Ya Yes, yeah.
0: That one. Yeah. The
1: Don't, don't You Wish Your Girlfriend yep. was <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: that, that one, yeah, I would say that song, 'cause that that's one of those songs that every time that comes on, it just reminds me of that particular place in time. <laughs> that not that anything bad happened by any means, but it's just uh, for fuck's sake.
0: Um mine dead set is um, for anything a, that
1: i've shown you no, right?
0: no 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 um forever by chris brown uh, it was a song generally look everyone that we would rather forget about is gonna be an ex or or a friend that you no longer speak to or something like that
1: oh like tom and Manning.
0: Um, Anyway, so uh, yeah, Mine's Forever by Chris Brown. It was basically um, one of my ex, well, my only other ex, um, but it was a song that... I think it was like one of our first dates and it came on and it wasn't one of those where we went, oh, this is our song because I couldn't stand it anyway. But it literally just happened to be a song that it didn't matter every time that we went out somewhere, that song would already be playing or be playing. Like it just seemed to follow us and haunt us and it was just uncanny how it would follow us everywhere. So that sort of become one that literally when I – hear it my mind instantly goes to that time, that time yeah it's and I go oh it's that song again like can we not do that
1: <laughs> and same sort of situation as far as I know it's not like anything bad happened with you and him it was just it just takes you back.
0: Oh, it's just like, that's what it made. Mean. It was yeah. just, it w- wasn't anything. It was just, it's just that whole thing. Like, you, you, you know, um, don't really want to dwell on exes, but it was just, that's, that's kind of what it was. You just go, oh yeah, that puts you in that time, that place. And just, you go, ugh, let's not. Um, the only other one was, uh, a guy who used to be a friend of mine, um, through school and then, caught up with him again when I moved back down the coast and he was the local DJ down there and things got ugly. Cause he was just a bit of a wank and couldn't take criticism. It was nothing romantically involved, but I kind of pulled him up because he was, he had a girlfriend that didn't live down there. She lived three hours away and he would play up every single weekend. And I kind of called him out on it. So it's every time I hear Barbara Streisand um, or, yeah, because he used to, um, he changed the song to be Justin Bieber instead of, but, I like, so, but every time I hear that, that was his whole thing and it just used to drive me nuts. So that's another one that takes back to someone I'd rather forget. Anyway, moving on. Um, okay. A song that needs to be played loud. A song that needs to be played loud? Yeah. It's one of those, you hear it, you've got to turn it up.
1: Um, usually my music's very loud anyway because I'm deaf probably because of the music um
0: <clears throat> i don't know for There's me a
1: lot of them.
0: for me an example is when i've got my playlist on shuffle um when i was going for my drives um basically anytime any any corn had come on that would be i'd crank it straight yeah. up for me so it, without a doubt anything corn would go straight up straight <laughs> up I'd be sitting at a comfortable, uh, comfortable twenty. Corn comes on, I'm up to twenty five. Um, yeah, anything by them had to go up. Um, and then there was a couple of other select songs that I like um, that that would go up. Generally, a couple of the maximum, the hormone yeah, songs. Yeah. You got to have screamy Japanese in your It's Great. Yeah, so um.
1: I don't really, as I, I said, turn my music up for anything in particular. Like, there's certain songs that, like, they'll come on, like, um, Slipknot, Surfacing, love that song. I want that chorus played at my funeral, and when I'm getting uh, carried out, that will be perfect for me. Um, But, yeah, like, that song, I just love it, and just, like, everything else stops around me, and it's literally just the song in my head, that's it. But I don't really ever turn it up. So I don't really think I've got an answer for that one. Unless if you've noticed anything, i go, shut up.
0: Uh, no, unless it's a football.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the, when the football's on, that's very different. I just kind of <laughs> zone out and sh- everyone, sh- i got to listen.
0: Um, all right, well, the next one is a song that makes you want to dance.
1: <laughs> I it, have. It, it used to be, well, there used to be a couple. Was anything Justin Timberlake off the Future Sex Love Sound? Is that, is that it? Yep. Yep. Album, generally any of the singles off that used to make me want to get up and jump around like an idiot because I can't dance. Or the other one, for some reason, I don't know why, but I just started doing this thing every time Low came on by Flowrider. Is that what it is? Yep. Yep. And yeah, that was another one. It came on and I was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. Crazy in Love. (laughs) Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Beyonce. It would be that. that. That would be the one. But yeah, anything Justin Timberlake as well. Love that guy.
0: I, um... I've got a Doof Doof Dance playlist, um, which is mainly not so much necessarily Doof Doof. It's just that's what Dan calls any form of dance music. Um, But a lot of it is songs that I actually generally played at the club, and I call it the club. It was pub with a DJ three days a week. Um, mm, small town. <laughs> yeah, small town. Um, but basically anything that that would get played when I would be, you know, I was, I was 21. I had no responsibilities and a full-time job. So it was great because I had all this extra money and I just loved going out dancing. I didn't care if there was anyone else there. I didn't really even have girlfriends to go out with. I just liked to go out and dance and listen to the music. And yeah, so... Anything that generally plays and brings me back to that, I love. Um, and there's also a lot of stuff that um, I was I was brought up in Penrith and Jukebox Saturday Night was um, a big, big part of my upbringing. So even some of that stuff is dancing. And one all-time song that will always get me up to dance is Moscow. <laughs> by Genghis Khan it is great Moscow, it Moscow. brings back epic memories of me and my pop um and yeah so it doesn't even necessarily like I said it doesn't have to be like doof doof dance music just there's so many things out there but a lot of the stuff from like the jukebox Saturday night days is is something that's really great to get up and dance to like you know you've got Nutbush. Nutbush gets everyone up to dance as well um but just those sorts of you know even some of the traditional daggy 80s sort of stuff is always good but um, okay. Next one we've got is a song to drive to. Oh, <laughs> everything. Let's drive. No, no Shannon. No, 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 no. <laughs> I no. can't do Shannon. Um, well, my driving playlist is literally just my metal playlist on Spotify, which has got, I think I'm up to like 430 songs on there now or something. Generally I chuck it on. Depending on the mood, I can start at certain areas down there, but uh, yeah, really, anything, anything. I don't have a specific thing where I'm like, this is the driving song, let's go. Although, anything by Prodigy, because that just reminds me of Charlie's Angels, where I'm pretty sure it's Firestarter is the one where they're having the massive race over the bridge. Like, certain songs like that that remind me of driving scenes. Um, Like, Lowrider. Just reminds me of Gone in 60 Seconds, and it's just getting that boost up, and there's so certain things where you're like, oh yeah, let's go. But yeah, I don't I don't typically have a song where I'm like, this is my driving jam.
1: I don't either, because it's usually <laughs> I just hop in the car and whatever CD's in it. Go for it. Yes, I'm still old school. I use CDs. I don't use Bluetooth. It's or... because
0: your car doesn't have Bluetooth or that an Orcs too. cable.
1: <laughs> and let's be serious, I wouldn't know how to use it even if it did.
0: That's exactly
1: it. So yeah, I don't really have one either. It's just whatever's <laughs> on, and then... If I get sick of that CD, I'll just literally put my hand in and grab another one and you chuck go. that in. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, a song about drugs or alcohol. Um, Mine that I really enjoy listening to is um, "Lithium" by Evanescence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That one's that one's a good one. If you can have good songs about drugs and alcohol.
1: You can. I'm sure there's songs out there that are about people recovering from drugs and um, alcohol.
0: That's probably one of mine that I really enjoy. I don't know. I can't even think of any at the moment, to be honest with you. Anything that
1: I like, I, I've enjoyed and listened to that... Surely there would have to be something you would know of that would be to do with drugs or alcohol. Oh, there would be, but can't think of any.
0: What about Shots? You love no, that song. <laughs> no, no.
1: God damn it. No. Oh, shit. See, because that's what I mean. Like, a lot, a lot of, like, especially alcohol-related songs, in a sense, uh Oh, there we go. I, I guess I could put... Would Stan by Eminem count? I mean,
0: kind of, but it's more... <laughs> it's not really
1: about it. No. It's just saying, that, yeah.
0: He's a stalker fan. That's why he's called Stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just stalking people. He's not necessarily specifically about that. Yeah, I don't... I'm sure there's
1: heaps of them that I listen to, but as you know, I'm also not very smart when it comes to the uh, meaning of a lot of songs. So.
0: Sh- Hello, anything by Corpaclani. Why have you not brought oh, up any of my that? Oh God, I did even think of that.
1: <laughs> Tequila.
0: Vodka. Jägermeister. Oh, beer, beer, Kill- beer,
1: beer. <laughs> Happy little boozer. Everything by Corpaclani. It's not beer, it's wenches.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I'm
1: happy with all of them. <laughs>
0: Um, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Alright. A song that makes you happy. Wow. (laughs) Your stunned silence is very reassuring.
1: Yeah, because there's songs... Yeah, I'm just not going to go there. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that one alone. Um... Now, when you say happy... I don't know. The question just says. A song that makes
0: you happy. Is it just put a smile on my face? Sure. Why not? It's something that makes you happy. Reminds me of a happy time? If you're going that way. If it makes you happy. Interpret it how you want. (laughs) That could be dangerous. (laughs) Um, One that makes me happy.
1: Happy, 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 happy.
0: Happy little boozer. Happy little... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anything by Corpaclani.
1: And Ailstorm. They also make me very happy um, because
0: they're clowns. Um, I think something that really I've got I've got two, two just looking through my list. Two that do just they just put a smile on my face and I can't help but sing and I love it. And you can't be pissed off or sad or anything where they're on. Um, Thirahuri by Omnia oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. um, UVUVU.
1: You, you, by you, the hue, you.
0: you can't help but be happy when that song's on like it's great um they're probably probably two um that made me happy
1: i can't remember what the song's called it's gonna do my heading now but it's by michael buble it's the one it's multiple yeah i know but there's one in particular i know it's off the crazy love album it's the big one well met met you what
0: uh i just haven't met you yet yes whatever that That means. yeah
1: that song makes me very very happy i love
0: it um all right okay song that makes you sad
1: oh jesus christ where do i begin
0: um (sighs) straight off the bat i've got um (laughs) basically the three big ones that were played at my pops funeral he was a really we had a really really close bond he was pretty much like a father to me um seeing my father wasn't really there for me um so they played um, the Minstrel Boy by The Cause, which is a really beautiful instrumental piece of music, but it is, it's probably beautiful and and it's got a sad sort of feeling without it being connected to a funeral anyway. But when you've got it there, that's, that's a big one. Um, Dance With My Father, that one will always bring tears. And again, that is a sad song regardless, because it does hit home with some things, but having it in that instance just makes it worse. And as Dare mentioned before, True Blue. Um, that one, my pop was a big John Williamson fan and he imparted a lot of that onto me. Um, and so there's so many things. The big John Williamson songs of mine are the Budgie song, um, Bill the Cat. <laughs> um, they're just... <laughs> they're just so great. Um, uh, crocodile Roll. Like, there's just... Those, and they can have such good meanings to them, and True Blue was just one that, it was that song, and never sort of listened to it as much, but... I guess being 13 and watching your only father figure in your life being lowered in the ground to that song kind of pulls at the heartstrings a bit. Um, So, yeah, they're three songs that I cannot get through without crying at all. And if there's ever any times where I'm just feeling like shit and sad and I just need to have a cry, I'll just put those three on repeat and just get it all out. What about you, Dan?
1: Um, So the few that come to mind with me is... The big one, in a sense, is Angel's Son by Seven Dust. So, just because a couple of reasons was, one, the person who the song was written for, I was a bit of a fan of his band anyway, James Lynn Strait. Um, and then, of course, that song itself, anybody that does know it will understand that it's literally almost just a funeral song in itself. Um, but yeah, that song. Um, generally... Any song in particular as well that has the meaning behind it of father losing their children, that also gets at me because I've felt as if I've been in that sort of situation before, so anything like that. There's that one in particular Eminem one.
0: Um, When I'm Gone.
1: Yes, I think that's it. But yeah, that one always gets me. And then also stupefied by Disturbed. Is also another one purely because of the fact that an old mate of mine that is no longer with us, Koza, um, he was a massive, massive Disturb fan. And basically, you know, when we were younger teenagers in high school, we all kind of liked Disturb, but he grew a massive attachment to him straight away. So any, and he just loved that song, it's his favourite song. So anytime I hear that particular song, it just takes me back to memories of him and what we used to get up to, which I won't mention. But, yeah, they're probably the two big ones. Is Yeah, obviously, Stuplified by Disturbed, Angel's Son, and anything that's basically got the meaning behind it of father losing their children.
0: Yeah, I think the first one that I actually... Like, the first time I ever actually saw you cry, it was only a couple months after we'd first met. And we were hanging out at Short Point, listening to music and everything, and you'd been talking... Um, we've been having like a big D&M sort of thing and Zoe Jane came on and I think that was one of the first times and because of what we were talking about you got really teary with and that was probably the first time I'd actually seen you cry and I think I've seen you cry probably three times in the whole almost 11 years that I've known you (laughs) probably (laughs) so generally I know if anything I've just got to put on like one of these songs and then hand him his his children and just go here sit with daddy while this is on or I just put the Lion King on
1: (laughs) yeah don't do that (laughs) Now let's be serious with that as well. If you put Caden next to me as well, now I'll be like, "What do you want?" <laughs> so, not that um, I don't like the kid, I love the kid to death, but he's now a teenager, so we all know what teenage kids are like. So, um,
0: all right, moving off the sad stuff, uh, a song that you never get tired of.
1: Um, anything that's on my playlist. Usually I can play them over and over and over and over no, again. No, you can. Yep. It doesn't matter. It could be the same song for twenty minutes straight, half an hour, an hour straight. Doesn't bother me. Um
0: Mine is I can I've got I've got my certain section of my playlist that I'll start it at there because I'm happy to hear it and I am very rarely yeah, yeah. I I take it as a song that I will never get tired of, is a song that I will never skip. Like I love every song on my playlist, but sometimes like eh, not in the mood for that, yeah, eh yeah. not in the mood for that. Um a hundred percent Song 3 by Stone Sour and Bother by Stone Sour are two that I will never ever skip. I will sit there and listen to in their entirety. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I just love them. Do not get sick of them at all. Um, And I very rarely will skip anything by Korn. <laughs> yeah, on corn. yeah, yeah. But, you know, so there's a few. But, uh, yeah, 100% those ones.
1: Fiction by Orgy is a big one for me. I generally never skip that either. I always want to listen to that. Um... Awake by Godsmack. I never really get sick of that one.
0: No, I know. That was your alarm for a little bit there. Yep. That's literally. And so that was one of those ones. Because it was fitting. My alarm went off and it's called Awake. So. It's going back to that, you know, a song that reminds you of someone you'd rather forget. Not necessarily someone, <laughs> just something you'd forget. So it got to a point that any time I would hear that song, I would start to cringe. It's like I have my alarm tones and they're my alarm tones. <laughs> when I hear someone have that as a ringtone, my body just goes, ugh no and it's just that cringe
1: <laughs> almost at the time i had um what's up people as my freaking ringtone on my phone yeah and then what was it i had it had it as me ringtone
0: oh we thought your phone re- no no no, yeah, that, it no was, was that it was it was, was it was mashy Gwenga, breaking orbit Yeah.
1: Oh, it was too. Yeah, yeah. But I did have WhatsApp people by Maximum the Hormone. Yeah, because we were playing well. it, and
0: you hadn't had that phone for about six months yeah. or so, and we were playing the CD in the car, and stuff. And you go, where the fuck's Where's my, my phone? phone? Yeah. What the fuck are you on about? No. Oh. Um. All right, we're coming about halfway through our podcast. Still got a few questions. Move it along. Um, a song from your preteen years. <laughs> preteen. Um, I don't know if I can remember that far back. Um, mine, mine, mine will generally be, uh, the, I had a big thing for entering talent quest. My, my mum and my aunties, if they're listening to this, are going to be pissing themselves laughing. Uh, but time there was a talent show on, I had to enter it. And so Dr. Jones by Aqua is very vivid in my mind. Um... Shit! What was the other one that we used to dance to? Oh fuck! I don't. I think the Macarena, Nutbush. They're always ones that remind me of the, you know, young kid discos. Cotton Eye Joe. That was always one that was played That's at discos. That to used to that used to. Yeah, those sorts of daggy disco songs that always used to be at the young kids discos. Um, yeah, like you know your steps. With. Five, six, seven, eight, my boots, scoot. Like that, those sorts of ones. Those songs are what bring me to my preteen years of being, you know, in year four and five and going to the discos and you'd have the PCYC blue light discos and. See, I didn't really have any. Not
1: preteens. Yeah. Because my family was never musical for one. Mm. So I never really had music before I got into it. Yeah. So the only thing is, like, my, my sister, of course, got into music a little bit before me, not much, but maybe a year, but, you know, she was listening to your typical 90s boy bands and so Backstreet Boys and Five and Shania Twain was another one, so, but that was still when I was a teenager, so I wasn't exactly pre-teens. Yeah. Um, and then, as you with school discos and that sort of thing and any talent quest, um, my parents never really took me anywhere. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, or I was probably that much of a shit of a kid. They never let me go anywhere, even if I wanted to. So, yeah, I literally don't have any. It wasn't until I was probably 14, 15, yeah. maybe 13, when, yeah, I started listening to new metal, essentially being through the mid to late 90s, that, um, yeah, that's when it all really started for me.
0: Um. All right, a song you would love played at your wedding. Yeah. I already have, <laughs> we've already discussed this. Yeah, we have. Um,
1: so there's a couple.
0: Yeah. Um, my, my ones that I've had, like, okay, I've been putting together a wedding since I was probably about 18. Didn't matter if I had someone or not. I was just like, this is what it is. And I've generally kept a pretty similar style of what I want and everything. Um, but yeah, recently, like songs come and go, um, there were some songs that would be like, this would be a great wedding song. Then they were used to one of my mother's weddings, and now I cringe every time I hear them. So thank you very much, Mum, for that. No road. no, Savage Garden is appearing there or Shania Twain. That's just done its dash. Um, I think, uh, but no, we, we've spoken about um, Amaranthine by Amaranthi. <laughs> Bit confusing there. Um, yeah, so Amaranthine by Amaranthi. Um, I've spoken, that would either be the song that I would walk down the aisle to or first dance. I can't make my mind up and song three as well. Um, same thing, either walk down the aisle or, um, yeah, song three by so-and-so. Um, yeah, either walk down the aisle to or first dance. Haven't really decided. I think both of them are really good. Um, Amaranthine is a really good one. We, we were talking about how to be good as a first dance song. And if you haven't heard of either of those two songs, definitely look them up because they are really good. Don't steal my ideas. Um, but Amaranthine with what it talks about and everything, it's a really beautiful song. And it's nice because you're really nice, traditional, quiet, flowing, and then there's just this epic, growling, harsh vocal breakdown in the middle for a, a verse that is awesome. And then it took us back in the and we're there going, Oh, that'd be wicked. You could just imagine the look on everyone's faces when that happens. Um, but I, I've really grown on the lyrics for song three and the message behind it. And the reason why Corey wrote that and everything, it's really beautiful, um, with what it is. And it's not necessarily a slow sort of sappy traditional, um song it's still got a beat and everything but it is very much encompasses um dan and i in that we're not yet every day let's be lovey-dovey soft sort of stuff like it's it's us that's the music we listen to that's what it is why would we fake anything like that at the wedding and have slow sappy stuff when it's not stuff we listen to so that that's that i know we've both spoken about it i don't know if there's anything else that you would have i would just like to mention so Corey, if you ever do
1: listen to this sorry to hear that you do have covid get well and stay safe but if you want to feel free that if i ever do propose to listen we get married you are welcome to come sing song three for us
0: can you just agree to come and sing it and then he's got no choice but to propose to me and get it moving along and thank you to all of our um, regular customers out there that refer to me as his wife anyway, because it just helps instill that idea a little bit more. Makes me laugh. And I will always <laughs>
1: correct you every day. Every one of you do say your lovely wife or <laughs> your wife or whatever you say. I will always correct you and say, she's not my wife. I do not have a ring on my finger, but it does make <laughs> her feel good. So,
0: All right. Next one. Um, a song that is a cover by another artist. Blue Monday orgy mm-hmm. um, is this
1: one that i i thoroughly enjoy or
0: well i guess i guess so it's just a, a song that's a cover by another artist i'm guessing it doesn't necessarily have to <laughs> sorry guys welcome back i may have accidentally hit a button and cut us off in the middle there um like like we always are, we're raw and unedited, so that's just what it is. So we just pick straight back up from where that was. Um, what was I talking about before we did that? Were you talking about songs covers by another artist? Yes, yes. yes so so it can be something that you like. I accidentally started playing something on Spotify when I was searching through my list, and it cut out the audio for some reason, um, which is not what I wanted to do. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's just a cover. Any anything in particular that you you like?
1: Um, well, yeah, Blue Monday by, by Orgy. If that did come through, or well, this cut it off early, I'm <laughs> we, we are unsure. But Blue Monday by Orgy, I do thoroughly enjoy that one. Um, another one that I have actually always liked, which isn't a really one that gets mentioned very often, but the, um, it's by Machine Head. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Good work. I'm doing well. It is whatever the last track is on the Burning Red album. I cannot remember it for the life of me. Um, give me two seconds. Les, you, you say yes. <laughs>
0: um, oh, I'm sure there's a few out there that are like good covers. Um, I've been actually following um, a band on YouTube called Hallocene, H-A-L-O-C-E-N-E. Um they do a lot of rock covers of things, um, and metal covers, uh which is really good. And Addie, the lead singer, she's got an incredible range on her voice. Um, like beautiful. Um she they do really good um version of things. So She actually collaborated with two other YouTubers on Chop Suey and it is amazing what they've done because it's three girls singing. You've got um, Violet who sings um, generally. She's got a very Amy Lee style. Um, She's got a very Amy Lee style um, of singing and kind of operatic as well. Um, And then you've got um, Addy who has this incredible range and can do so much. Um, and then you've also got um, Lauren Babbick, who uh, the name of her band escapes me, uh, but she's a really good harsh vocalist who does really good growls and screams. And when those three collaborated on Chop Suey and did their own version of it, it was epic. And I really, really enjoy that. So that's probably mine.
1: Yes. And then back to me. So my one was Message in a Bottle by Machine Head off the Burning Red album. So, obviously, originally done by um, the police. So, Sting and the Police. But, um, yeah, really enjoy that cover as well. And I'm sure there are thousands of other ones but obviously being on the spot. I can never remember any of them. Um, but, yeah, Blue Monday by Orgy and obviously Message in a Bottle by Machine Head are two that I do thoroughly enjoy.
0: That's fair. What else we got? Um... Okay, one of your favourite classical songs. Classical? Yeah. So for me, I, as a kid and still now, am obsessed with Fantasia. Um, I used to love watching that um, movie and generally I would listen to it and I never forget (laughs) putting one of my high school teachers in their place uh, because they were like... Uh, They had a big crackdown on everyone having their iPods and listening. Yes, iPod, iPod minis were the thing. Um, Didn't even have a colour screen. Um, But that was basically, and I remembered them um, cracking down on it. And it was when I was at Eden. And the principal was very much like, you know, because we'd go, oh, music is help. Like it's meant to help you concentrate and everything like that. I'm very much one of those ones as well. I always had to have something on in the background whenever I was doing homework or anything like that. I cannot concentrate if there was silence. So I used to do wicked at my take home assignments, my in-class schoolwork because there was always those distractions. But the second that I would get into an exam where it had to be dead silence, blanked out, couldn't do anything. So I used to have um, my iPod generally with me and a lot of kids – Look, a lot of kids had them for the wrong we- reasons. Um, I I was always generally one. Anyone that went to school with me would know um, that I was still one to do all my work and do all of that and everything like that. But um, I remember the assembly being called and the principal being like, oh... Now you know we've had complaints, you know, saying that music is meant to help you study, Marah. But you know, the music that you lot are listening to isn't going to be what it's recommended. It needs to be classical music, blah blah blah. So, me being me and the bit of a smartass I was at times, went and sat down, um, and I remember being pulled up by the teacher who said, "I we said no iPods and no listening to music." And I said, oh, but I've got the music that they want. And they said, well, it has to be classical music. And lo and behold, I showed them that I had Tchaikovsky and um, like Mozart and all of that because I had the Fantasia soundtrack on my iPod. And that was generally what I used to listen to. So anything from that, um, Night on Bald Mountain is one of my love-hate relationships. As a kid, it scared me shitless. Um, Chernobog character, if anyone's seen Fantasia, it's the the big um, crescendo at the end where you've got the big demon um, on the mountain. Uh, very dark for a Disney thing, but I loved what they did with it. Um, that would come on and I'd go running out of the room. I couldn't stand that music. It would make my skin crawl and everything, but it was a fascination because I wanted to look and I wanted to watch it and hear it. And it's I still struggle to this day sometimes to try and get through it. Um, I used to fall asleep listening to my iPod and everything and I used to wake up, bolt out of bed because that'd play and I'd be right fine. You'd get the build up of the violins and then it'd be that don dun da 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 that would set me off and I'd be like freaking out. So that's probably one of my favourite just because it, it does bring that and it is good, but anything anything that was featured in Fantasia I absolutely love. You got the classical music, Dan?
1: Nope. No? Not a single thing. (laughs) Never real like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I hate classical music or whatever, but I've just never never grew up on it, so nothing ever I never got attached to anything by any means and I've got no backstories of anything of being a kid, just not. So if you're
0: a tenacious D fan, I'd say, Well, what about Classico? I don't even know what that one is, to be honest with Can't you. Can't you see? He's the man that me hear you applaud. He's more than a man, he's a shiny gothic god. It's literally a piece of classical music that Jack Black just sings over the top of. Yeah. While Kyle's guitar. That's wicked.
1: Jack Black's an idiot. <laughs> yep.
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: Funny guy, but he's an idiot. All like
0: right. Most of um, a song that you would sing a karaoke duet?
1: Um, One that I would. Mm. I probably As a wouldn't. a duet? Yeah, probably wouldn't ever sing mm. anything karaoke. Um. Can't think of a single one.
0: Uh we we used to have ones. We used to joke all the time about oh we'll go yeah, we'll go down and see Marky at karaoke and we'll just sing this.
1: Yeah.
0: And I can't think of what any of
1: them yeah. were. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and then I know there were ones there as well that I'm like, Oh, that'd be awesome to do like a cover with AK because he could probably do it. Well not a cover, a a duet. But Um yeah i probably would never end up yeah there was up one. there was
0: one oh well you turn any song into a duet generally if i'm there singing along and you just come in with some harsh vocals when it doesn't need it
1: cuz i'm just an idiot
0: <laughs> pretty much um okay a song from the year you were born
1: 1987
0: <laughs> yeah get specific uh, ah yeah, 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 yeah i'm just going to rattle mine off um it's either You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer or Ice Ice Baby. One of them is 90 and one's 89 and I can never remember what ones they are. But that would that would be it.
1: I wouldn't even know anything from 87, to be honest with you.
0: Well, you should get to know the year you were born.
1: I do, it's the man. Let's it. do
0: a quick Google. Google to the rescue. Songs from nineteen eight.
1: I was going to say, one of the only good things that happened in 1987 was Manly won the premier oh, show.
0: Oh, look, you've got I've Had the Time of My Life, With no. or Without You by You 2 no. uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Whitney Houston, no. Would You Like Me to Look for Walk Like an Egyptian, that's an awesome song. No. No? No? Nice. <laughs> Well, let's see the the billboard thing. You're not going to like any of this. No, nothing's not. going to stop us now. By Starship, no. "Here I Go Again," White Snake. No. Living, living on a prayer. Come on, living
1: on a prayer. I'll, I'll go with that. that yeah.
0: That's, what about La Bamba? no, no. No, okay.
1: Living on a prayer. So far. <laughs> yeah,
0: living on a prayer. I think we're alone now. Yeah. I mean... Oh, George Michael's "I Want Your Sex." Come no, on. No, no, no. It's all good. <laughs> Is Faith released in '87? No, I don't think so. Oh, there um, you go. There's another cover one. <laughs> yeah. Limp
1: biscuits it. Faith.
0: Um, Land of Confusion. Genesis. Yeah, see, there's another see? cover one. That was That was... <laughs> just about... Was enemies. that Five Finger or Disturbed? Disturbed. <laughs> Neither. In Flames. And Disturbed. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was going to they say, they both did, did it.
1: Did it. Um, there you go, Sound of Silence as well. It's another cover.
0: Yeah, that's actually... Yeah, that's a good cover.
1: Yeah. And then there are a lot of covers.
0: Oh, La Isla Bonita. I love that song.
1: Yeah, that's about Probably the the only way that Genesis I'll...
0: had a good year in 87, just quietly.
1: yeah, they had a good period. Wanted Dead or Alive? Yeah, okay, so... more Bon
0: Jovi? Yeah, yeah.
1: Man, there'll be a few probably off that album by Bon Jovi. There's
0: some Crowded House in there. No, I've never really
1: got a hold of Crowded House.
0: Mm.
1: <clears throat> but yeah, the only way I'm going to know any of this stuff. Beastie songs... Boys? Nah.
0: you got to fight for your right own party. What about Funky Town Pseudo Echo? Oh, nah. <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. The only way I'm probably going to know a lot of them is because one band that I listened to and grew up on did a cover of songs I from know. 87. Half
0: the time when I have a song on and then I you start, start singing, singing it. with it
1: mm-hmm. and you're like, how the hell do you know this? Pretty
0: much.
1: Oh, because this band covered it. It's pretty much how I know my 70s and 80s music. Like Rasputin. <laughs> There's another cover.
0: 15. Oh, Boney M, yeah. No, no, no. It's Crisis. Bernie what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you, no, I but... wouldn't be able to think of one. So let's just go with any of the ones that we just mentioned off the list that I don't mind. Oh, you to Bon Jovi now ones. I'm just yeah.
0: curious. No, not metal songs from the nineties. I just want to know what songs from the nineties mine was.
1: From nineteen
0: ninety. Yeah, 90s. Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, yeah I told you. <clears throat> okay. Oh, it must have been Love, Roxette. Roxette was good. Oh, there we go. Mariah Carey. Oh, you no. love Mariah Carey. Blaze of Glory. That was good. Oh, how am I supposed to live? Is that a bit of Michael Bolton? Opposites attract, yeah. Oh, Pump Up the Jet. See, this is all my jams. Black Velvet, that was good. Oh, The Power. I've got The Power. Unskinny Bop. Unskinny Bop. Yeah. New Kids on the Block, of course. Step by step. How could I forget anything? New Kids on the Block. We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, that comes on at work all the time, and I just love yeah. their singing. That was the best thing ever. I read a thing somewhere that um, uh, there was a teacher that's classmate. That It was a history teacher, and literally every lesson they broke down one thing from that song. Like the opening line, you've got... Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. So the whole thing was is that the history teacher went, all right, first one, Harry Truman. Let's discuss why he's speaking about Harry Truman in this song. Mm, okay. Let's discuss why he's speaking about Red China. Let's like, and went through, like, of, of the significance of why that was being mentioned because it's all mentioning significant points yeah, yeah, in yeah, history. Yeah. But I'm like, that's a really sick history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. MC Hammer had a song that wasn't... Oh, you can't touch this with C2. He had a song called Have You Seen Her? I didn't know he had anything. I mean, I figured he would have. He did yeah. an album, but, you know, you never hear of anything. Oh, see Michael Bolton. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? Yes, yeah, so it was so... Oh, Janie's Got a Gun. Yes, yeah, I love that song. There's a lot of songs. See, this was the beauty of having jukebox Saturday night, but having having a mother who was born in 69 and then both my aunties one was in 72 I had the other in 76 so by the time that I was born my youngest auntie was 14 so by the time I was a little bit older um and being able to actually sort of obviously take in the music and understand and everything was at their clubbing age. So I got exposed to all this awesome nineties club music. I had the eighties stuff that they grew up on. Obviously I had my nan and pop who were into the music of the sixties and seventies as well. So it was, it was really good. Like I got a really good education when it came to music. Anyway, uh, moving on a song that makes you think about life.
1: About life. Hmm. Not a single one. I try not think about life.
0: Um,
1: Is there a song about I work too hard and need a pay rise?
0: She works hard for money. W- working nine to five.
1: Except I work bloody, I don't know.
0: At the moment, working 12 to two. Working barely at all because I got to stay home. Outside of that, when you were getting right into it, it was pretty much working seven till seven eight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> working
0: forty hours straight pretty just much. to try and make a living. That's literally what it is. Um song that makes me think about life. Can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Um except for the song Life by I think it's Desiree. That's all I can think. Life oh Life Whoa laugh That's literally all I can think of at the moment. Um Okay stop it being rude and messaging oh, Actually that sounds like my Disney yes all my crafts are being done. Let's just turn that down. Ah, yeah. Um I guess Yeah, I can't really think of a bit one of an odd
1: question. I
0: don't know. Or well, ones that make me think about death. Not necessarily ones that make me think about life, but...
1: Yeah, half mm. the ones that you listen to when you're doof-doof friggin' mix make me think about
0: death. <laughs> um, Alright, what about a song that has many meanings to you?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ, Angel's <laughs> Son.
0: Yeah, let's just revisit our...
1: Pretty much. Let's all just get a box of tissues again. <laughs> um...
0: recent, recent ones that I've picked up on... <laughs> There's a few. Um... Okay, if we're talking about many meanings, I don't know if it's got multiple meanings, but there are ones that have meanings to me in different ways for different reasons. Um you know, Blurry, Puddle of Mud. Most recently Cold by Crossfade. Um oh, my three days grace, he's very angry about a lot of things, so there's lots there. Good old Adam. Um He had a
1: hard life. <laughs> Obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably there's probably a few Three Days Grace ones. Um, Actually, Breath by Breaking Benjamin. That's got a couple of meanings to me as well.
1: Probably a lot of stuff by Breaking Benjamin would with you.
0: Mm, Maybe. I just know that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's a few with me as well. But usually, you know, I'll get attached to a song because it's got one particular meaning. Mm. Or I think it's got a particular (laughs) meaning. Or it just means something to me in some way. Yeah. And once I've got something that I think I know what it means. Or I get that attachment for some reason. I just can't think of any other reason why it would mean anything else. Yeah. It just kind of sticks with me for that. So, but that's what I mean. Angel Sun, I can kind of say in a way... Yes, that one would because obviously Lynn Strait, who the song was written for, um yeah, there's obviously his story with dying in the car accident and Was he from Snot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was from Snot and that's it's why. From Snot, Snot. Snot. Yes, exactly. So no longer around and poor old Dobbs, his dog died in the accident as well. But um there's that and then obviously the song that Seven Dust wrote. literally a funeral song, and then it just makes me think of my mate, um, Kozla, who's no longer with us. So, um, yeah, that, that would one. Like, it kind of has the same meaning of, you know, like, somebody you care about passing and that sort of thing, but...
0: The one that makes me think about life.
1: So Got far life. away.
0: No, So Far Away.
1: Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Speaking of those. But, yeah, that, that one probably does. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's
1: just go back a bit in another song yeah. that make sure... You cry
0: uh a favorite song with a person's name in the title
1: um so my favorite song
0: yeah a favorite song that's got a person's name Name in the title title. i don't know
1: because all the ones that i can think of at the moment i don't like
0: (laughs) um have you got any off the top of your head um I'm just consulting my list currently. <laughs> I one I have an example of, it's not my favourite song, but Jesse's Girl.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well straight away I thought of one that makes me wanna kill myself. But is Johnny well, be Johnny Be Good because you know <laughs> Oh good
0: old Marge.
1: <laughs> you know why there's this Anyone
0: that's been to karaoke at the Workers' Club will know Marge and Johnny Be Good's right up Oh Jesus yes. Christ. <laughs>
1: Like I'm generally ugh. up
0: playing bingo up the top and, you know, when karaoke started, so you'll have, you'll have AK or Ash singing the, the hosts. And that's normally when, you know, Mark, you'll go, okay, we can crank it up a bit. Cause you know, there we go. And then, yeah. And then I can, even with it turned down, I can still hear the dulcet roar of Marge screaming Johnny Bickwood. <laughs> it's, God.
1: it's not what you would call easy listening. Um, um
0: Okay, well, The Diary of Jane. That's ah, my yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yep. Can't steal it. Pick your own. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> Zoe Jane. There we go. Got one.
0: You got one. And I know well, there's a few well, others as well. Of course there is. There'd be plenty out there.
1: Yes. There definitely is. Um... Is there anything by Steel Panther that has a girl's name in
0: it? No, not necessarily a girl, just girl from Oklahoma. Yeah. Or stripper girl.
1: Ah, so good.
0: Stripper girl. Um. Alright, what was my next one? A song that moves you forward. It moves me forward? Mm. Push it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: Does that kind of count? <laughs> Um, or are you saying or are you meaning more like
0: I don't know what it's meaning I just wrote down the question
1: pushing me push you to forward I know maybe motivate,
0: maybe motivate motivate that's motivate the word you. I'm looking for
1: motivation motivation um I don't know I know there are a lot of them because ones that essentially just get me pumped to get stuff done
0: I've got a couple of songs that just sort of pump me up, and I'm like, "Yeah." Then I don't know if they're necessarily yeah. songs like "Let's go get this done now." Um, Maximum, anything by Maximum The whole yeah. name will generally pump me up. Yeah, like yeah. "What's What's Up People" and "Zzubilia" are generally the good pump up songs. Yeah. Um, I also, um, uh, blah, blah, what was it? Uh, I can't think of what it was now. It's gone.
1: Yeah, so that's what I mean, like generally a lot of like carnival stuff as
0: well just gets me. When worlds collide by Powerman Five Thousand, that's what yeah, gets yeah, me pumped yeah. up. Yep. Um. Yeah. yeah, it just generally comes down to some,
1: a lot of my favourite songs they are like ones that I can't skip. Yeah, they just get me get pumped. In- but as as for like motivated to try better myself or anything like that, I don't really think.
0: I don't really know. There's
1: anything? Yeah,
0: not not a hundred percent sure, but Yeah,
1: it's another one of those odd questions.
0: Yeah. No, um, well, what else have we got? A song that you think everyone should listen to?
1: Um Anything was, by Steel Pants. I
0: reckon we're gonna have a few. So yeah. why don't we why don't we pick three? That you think that anyone that's listening to this podcast, if they haven't already, needs to jump onto Spotify or YouTube because they've got some killer film clips for yeah. some of these. Sometimes should get on and um and check it out.
1: Um, Angel Sun by Seven Dust. <laughs> I will always come back to that just because it, it's just got such a strong meaning to me. Um, and yeah, it's just a killer song. So, but if you obviously have had a loved one pass, which I'm sure most of us have, um, especially very close friends it'll probably connect to you as well if it doesn't already. Um, But, yeah, that would definitely be one that I would add on. Um, Another one, another one. What's one that you've got?
0: Um, My three that I'm going to pick, that I think everyone should listen to, um, I... Mm. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a weird sort of mix um but just I think mainly because of what they are they're probably gonna be foreigny sort of ones um <clears throat> okay there's a <clears throat> um Sam- Samoan pretty sure they're Samoan um metal band called um Shepherd's Rain and They're both Kiwi. Oh you talk to so anyway. <laughs> they're kiwi bands, but whatever. Um Yeah, Shepherd's Rain. Um they have a song called La Manu. They literally have made the most brutal Samoan Haka even more brutal by putting it to metal music and it's freaking awesome. Um And their other stuff is actually worth a a listen to as well, Um, listening to it. But, yeah, that I think everyone needs to hear. Um, Like I said before, you'll have – yeah, I'm going to pick the foreign stuff. Um, Wolf Totem by The Hue, which is just H.U. If you haven't already, like, they were spread like wildfire. I think when I first discovered them, they only had, like – I don't know, something like 100,000 views or something like that. And now they're up to some ridiculous amount just of how much their stuff, their Mongolian, and just the amount that they got shared across Facebook and all the social media just really pumped it. And then the poor bastards were actually over here for, what was it? They were here for Soundwave, I think
1: yeah I one of the was, festivals yeah. and covid
0: hit and everything got shut down and they actually couldn't go back home um so they were stuck here for like 6 months or something um they loved it but yeah and then uh the third one you need to listen to is um by a they're an Indian metal band called bloody wood um not bollywood bloody wood um, and the song is called Ari Ari A R I A R I. But they are the ones. They're three like foreign. And I think, I think, I, th- I yeah, I think foreign metal isn't explored enough as what it should be. Um, it's very much the European stuff, but a lot of the other yeah. places sort of do get left out. Like the big ones, you do. You think of European metal. And then, like, Japanese metal has hit a bit big because you've got obviously baby metal, Maximum the Hormone, Um, Japan
1: X, or another bigger one. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they sort of started making an A for him. But yeah, there are so many random other ones out there. Um, Like Alien Weaponry, they're another New Zealand group, and they're actually quite a young group. They started when they were 15. I think they're all about 18, 20 now, around about that. Old Um, enough to drink now. Yeah, but they are awesome. Like, if you watch some of their earlier stuff, just seeing what they are was fantastic and it's not so not what you expect they are native um native new zealanders but they're actually caucasian new zealanders so it's really odd seeing this harsh this awesome maori language come out of these skinny ass white teenage looking boys um but it's fantastic like it's absolutely great and the film clips are really awesome they get in touch with all the maori culture and everything like that but yeah, I think them and yeah, who knew that Indian metal was a thing and actually quite awesome. So they're my three. I reckon people should check out. So get onto those if you haven't already. Do you know what? We actually need to try track down what? some reggae metal,
1: some Jamaican metal if it exists.
0: I'm sure it does. Yeah,
1: we'll, <laughs> well have to try track it'll, that. Down it'll and be along one of
0: our YouTube rabbit holes again. No doubt. Um, um. Yeah. Yours?
1: Yeah, so a- Angel's Sun by Seven Dust is definitely one. Um. I know one. Let's just say one band that I've just been hooked on recently, going down yeah, one of our YouTube rabbit holes, they um popped up. I'm not a hundred percent sure, hundred percent sure how to pronounce the name, but I think it's Chaosium. Um and yeah, their song "Smile Again." It's
0: Corn Two Point
1: pre- Pretty much, yeah. They've obviously get a lot of influence from Corn. Um, They're um,
0: Swedish, Swedish,
1: yeah so they're really good and I'm really liking them at the moment I'm listening to a lot more than just that particular song Um, yeah but they're one I'm really enjoying at the moment Um, and then yeah other than that I have a backlog of so many songs that everyone should listen to I wouldn't be able to just pick another one to be honest with you other than everything else that I've mentioned I would more just kind of like go bands.
0: (laughs) yeah that's, that's that you should much listen it. to yeah um a song by a band you wish were still together song by a band I wish I was still together mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um. i um, I wish that we'd gotten a chance to see the original steel panther lineup.
1: Yeah Le- yeah
0: Lexicon now it's kind of a bit of a bummer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um apart from that One Band I always regret not seeing not that I really had a lot of opportunities to see them but I regret not being able to see no doubt. Um they were a big influence on me growing up. Ex-girlfriend was a song that literally followed me and um my oldest auntie around it seemed every time I got in her car for us to go and do something put the radio on and ex-girlfriend was playing and I always wanted to have hot pink hair like that it was great um and I just that that Gwen era there no doubt she was always just this badass sort of chick that I loved the way she dressed and that she just didn't give a shit and yeah I loved all of their songs so they're obviously not together anymore um and Gwen's got a very different sound now but I would have liked to have seen them um, together so a song by a band I wish still together will be Ex-Girlfriend by No Doubt let's yeah. just go with that.
1: And then Gwen seemed to like money and went more down the money path than writing good music.
0: I mean everyone <laughs> likes money <laughs>
1: um, um, for me a band that technically is kind of just getting back together and writing new music is an Aussie band The Butterfly Effect Um, I love a lot of, well I don't really think there's a song by theirs that I don't like um see it's more more bands that I would say I wish we're still together writing music, because as you know with me as well, if I generally like a song, I'll like the whole catalogue of their music more than just like getting hooked on one song and not really liking other ones. Obviously I've got certain favourites and that sort of thing, and ones I like more than others, but um yeah, the butterfly effect would be one, but yeah, they're back in the studio now writing new music. <laughs> so whether or not they're back together, back together. But they are writing, so I am keen for that to come out. Um, what else would I have? Drykill Kill Logic. That's another one as well that I did thoroughly enjoy them. So that would be another band that I would pick that I wish was kind of still together. Writing music, getting some more stuff out. They would probably be two.
0: That's fair. Um, <clears throat> a song by an artist, no longer living.
1: Uh, well, that one I would probably just say snot. <laughs> so, Lynn Strait, the stuff that he was doing was just way before his time. It was great, and he's obviously no longer living with this anymore. Um, mean, have you got one in your mind? I should try think of something new.
0: Um, not not newish or anything that's new that I would listen to. Mine, yeah, mine would probably be older stuff. But mm. yeah, like I don't really have any any of the newer stuff that I listen to that that I can think of. That someone's um, not with us anymore.
1: Because but... yeah, is this question more an individual artist in their songs? Yeah, or... well,
0: it's just a song by an artist no longer living. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it's very rare that you have a whole band that's dead. Well, it yeah, happens, that's exactly but it's right, just rare. Because yeah. um,
1: that's a I man I can hit anything Avenged Sevenfold as well. Like, with the rest. Yeah, no,
0: I I would... dirty diana by michael jackson dirty diana's got a, a special place in my heart f- that i share with my other auntie um that we were pissing ourselves laughing over the film clip where he had this <laughs> michael jackson trying to be sexy i'm sorry when you when you're bleached like that it just doesn't work like he should have stayed a black man he probably would have been a bit better looking um but yeah no um it looks it looked like the paddle pop lion um with his buffed out hair and I don't even know how it came about, but something happened. And instead of singing dirty Diana, I sang dirty Mufasa and then it became a thing that I broke my auntie. And then I kept sending her pictures of Mufasa. (laughs) She, every time now she sees Mufasa, Mufasa. that's all she hears. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably, probably my one. Um, a song that makes you want to fall in love.
1: Um, anybody that knows me, probably nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Breath by Breaking Benjamin.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And th- song three, again, Stone Tower. Yeah. Um, they're probably the big two that pull at the heartstrings when it comes to that and you just go, oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, see, as anybody that does know me, like I, I think I'm just missing a few brain cells, so I don't generally have that. It doesn't hit me that way, like it hits a lot of other people. Is
0: the Tin Man if he only had a heart? Yeah,
1: pretty much. (laughs) That that's exactly right. And people call me the Scarecrow as well. You know, if I only had a brain. But yeah, I just don't get emotionally connected that way (laughs) with much at all. So you've got to be a very special kind of person for me to get any form of connection to you. Let's just politely put it that way.
0: Um, a song that breaks your heart.:
1: Ah, oh, here we go, through the list again.:
0: Seeing as you know, you don't have a heart. Yeah. So how can you break it?
1: Oh, because it's been broken so many times it just that's oh, like
0: no. the: It's
1: <laughs> like the breaks that are there. When I hear certain things that remind me of things, they just kind of reopen but it won't break again. They just kind of reopen the already existing scars. Um, but, yeah, again, Angel Son. The songs that make me sad from earlier.
0: Do you know what song... Um, I think two... I'm going down a Corey line here. Um, but two that I sort of lit, Actually, it's probably... But the, they just... Not necessarily because I relate to anything, and and it breaks my heart in that way. But I think it's just because I feel the the pain that comes from it. Um, but bother mm-hmm. that one always gets to me, especially watching the film clip like that one does. Um, so that's bothered by Stone Sour. Um, and then oh, snuff, snuff. That was the other oh, one. I was snuff. There. Snuff by Slipknot, um, another one, and Blurry by Puddler Mudd. Yeah, yeah. So, again, not necessarily that I, I relate to those, but when you pair it with its film clip and you go right into the meaning and why they've written them and what they went through, it, yeah, it does. It just, it does break your heart. Um, a song by an artist with a voice that you love.
1: Um,
0: I love anything that Corey does. I was just about to say, um, anything Corey touches, really. And um, I really, it's an acquired taste, but I really do like Serge Tankian's voice. So majority of system stuff, there there is nothing that System of a Down have brought out that I have not enjoyed listening to. Um, And Serge's solo stuff um, is good. And I mean, really, if you wanted to get into a lot of... um, his meanings and lyrics. A lot of those songs are break your heart because a lot of it deals with um uh, like I mean, yeah. the Armenian war and so much shit that goes on, like genocide and everything like that. But yeah, his voice it's so unique and it can do so many different things that I just love listening to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and no, I core Cor Corey Taylor's definitely one for me. Um obviously being a mid to late 90s kid, basically, yeah, grew up with Corey when Slipknot first came out and, yeah, just loved everything he's ever done. Um,
0: so, yeah, my song yeah, Safari, songs are so hard. would be Bother. And Song 3. No, 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 like Song 3, but Bother, just because of how it does and then the power that he puts behind his yeah. voice towards the end of it and the notes that he holds. Yeah. yeah. um, That's probably a good one. Um, and hypnotised by System of a Down was one of the first System of Down songs of theirs that I heard, and I loved Serge's voice in that. Yeah. I just loved the way it sounded and the way he carried notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's probably those ones there for me. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the songs, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Now one, I know one for me from Slipknot, of course, that I've always loved is Purity. Um, yeah, there's a part in that and obviously the, um, clean vocal part where, yeah, it's just really nice. I love what he does. Um, but obviously that's earlier on in his career. So he's obviously trained his vocal cords and got a lot better with it and a lot more control and everything. But, um, yeah, I've just really loved that. Um, then it's hard to pinpoint one particular song, um, from a lot of bands cause I just love usually everything that they do, but, um, yeah, another one, of course, is Carnival, I love what Ian Kenny does, as well, so, but, um, yeah, as I said, really, really hard just to pinpoint one exact song from him, I just love the whole catalogue from certain artists.
0: Cool, alrighty, we're down to the last two, and we are running well over time, um, alright, so, a song that you remember from your childhood... I've mentioned multiple throughout yeah, this yeah. podcast. Um, my most my most vivid one is 100% Moscow um, and any, any – uh, Daddy Cool and Ra- um, Rasputin by Boney M. Um, Moscow more so, like I said earlier, I had a really special connection with my um, pop uh, with that song, and I have vivid memories of, I swear to God, um, it was a three-liter Coke bottle empty coke bottles i swear they used to do three liter coke bottles i'm pretty sure they did um that were epic um and we would have empty ones of those and we would have coke bottle sword fights in the middle of my nan's kitchen while she's trying to cook and there's a part in the moscow song and every night 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 there is music and we used to cross past one another and fight and then we'd go back the other way and and they, yeah, it was just so many vivid memories and loved it. And then Daddy Cool, Boney M, such groovy music to get into, but I remember a night where uh, my youngest auntie and um, Pop were out dancing and Pop by this stage was um, a bit further on with his cancer, so he was a bit sicker um, and his reflexes weren't what they used to be and we've got it on video and I love watching it, but... um watching him trying to keep up with my auntie's dancing so she'd be stepping from side to side you know do the step and clap step and clap and he just get the hang of that next thing she swapped to the step and click step and click and then he's looked and he's like oh shit now i've got to try and make my fingers do that again so he's trying to step and click he gets the hang of that and she's swapped back to something else but it was great like yeah they're they're my my vivid childhood memory ones
1: Yes, well, as I mentioned before, I never really had music growing up as a child, to say, so I can only really go back from probably when I was 12, 13 years old. Um, But a lot of that would have just been stuff that I remember, which at the time just shit me up the wall, really, but my sister's stuff. So being, you know, your Backstreet Boys, your, your Five, your Britney Spears, your Shania Twain. All that more poppy stuff that was around then. Um, that's generally what I remember. Probably the earliest music I remember from growing up. Um, actually, no. I tell you a lie. All of you a lie. But um, living living next door to Alice.
0: Alice? Now that I'm Who the fuck is Alice? Yes, that's exactly
1: right. <laughs> I actually do remember that. Um, where probably one of the times when we were living in Golden, very, very early on, actually, I was... Um, and took a drive to Canberra. Um, Yeah, basically, I remember coming back in my mum's friend's van that they had at the time, and they had living next door to Alice, and we were all basically, yeah, in the van. Well, I wasn't exactly singing because I had no idea what the hell was going on, but everyone else was singing like idiots and enjoying themselves, so but that's probably one. Um, And then probably the only other musical memory, I would say, would be um, watching the NRL with my dad way back um, with what's it called? Tub 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 thung?
0: Tub thumping?
1: Yeah, that one. Jumbo When that was obviously the theme song or the intro song to the, the the NRL games when they were played. That they would probably be the only songs that I remember as a young kid that I can think of. So yeah, but that that would be it for me.
0: And last one. A song that reminds you of yourself. Um, <laughs> Can I pick one for you? Uh, it's yeah. It's Asshole by Dennis Leary. Yeah. He's yeah. an asshole. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. I love you. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: is there any song that that's, there's probably a few words <laughs> I shouldn't say because we try to be as kid-friendly and <laughs> no, <we> G-rated <laughs> as possible. <laughs> Without stuff just kind of slipping out, but They're raw. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually I don't know what's what's that song by Alanis Morissette? Hasn't she got one like "Bitch" or something? That's Cheryl Crow. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> got to show how much music I knew in the early nineties. But um, anyway, yeah, generally any song that I says l- I'm a piece of shit.
0: Literally you I will show you Asshole by Dennis Leary. Okay. 'Cause that. I'm pretty
1: sure I know the one you're talking about. Yeah.
0: And Dennis Leary, God love him, is is he's he's Diego from Ice Age. He's a saber toothed tiger. Okay. Yeah. Um like <laughs> one of the lines that I know is he's like Um I drive very slow in the ultra fast lane. Just those sorts of being a dick for being the sake of being a dick, that's yeah, totally I,
1: you. I don't drive slow in the fast lane.
0: Yeah.
1: I just drive slow when people are clearly speeding behind me and know, there's a semi-trailer in front, so I'll speed up thing. to get next to the truck, and then I slow down,
0: so um, they can't pass I me. think mine...
1: And never flash your high beams at me when you're in a rush if you're sitting behind me, because I will
0: slow down. <laughs> um... Something that reminds... the song that reminds me of myself. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know.
1: What about Amazing by Alex Lloyd?
0: No? How does that one go? I
1: don't know. Something about you were amazing. Uh, no, I hate that yes, song. Yes, that's you, babe.
0: No, I hate that song. <laughs> um... What about Girlfriend? my <laughs> What's that? Girlfriend from my globe.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Um...
1: <coughs> How about if you pick certain songs? You... What about ex-girlfriend? Huh. <laughs> I no doubt.
0: Huh. Um, I think... I don't even know. I mean, if we want to be, like, weird and just, like, say the the names of the songs without necessarily thinking of what the lyrics are, you know, you could say waking the demon. But um I don't really know one that Yeah, I don't know. I I I can't think of one that I can think that reminds me of myself. They're just more songs that remind me of times in my life rather than
1: I can think of one that reminds me of you. What? It's another Steel Panther song. That I won't say.
0: Because <laughs> you want to live. <laughs> um, it's just
1: very inappropriate.
0: Yeah, you are inappropriate. That is true. Anyway, we're going to cut this now because we've gone way over. Because Dan Waffles on. I'll blame you. Why That's not?
1: fair. Everyone else does.
0: Song with a name in the title. Why didn't you think of Judith? You love a perfect song. I do love Judith. <laughs> Don't say that. She's my brother's grandmother-in-law and no let's well, not go there
1: <laughs> I've said it now it's out there
0: <laughs> alrighty um, everyone stay safe we'll probably do a couple more of these because I'm wide awake even though it's currently 20 to 1 in the morning Um,
1: but and because my sleep pattern's been thrown right out I haven't been sleeping since 4, 5, 6 o'clock 100%, in the
0: morning we are just all out of whack um, but yeah we'll do a couple more of these like I said feel free to listen share whatever um, and, yeah, we'll do a couple more just general chats probably. Um, see how we go.
1: And I will say as well before we take off that for anybody locally or even in Australia that may be listening, that um, at, at, at the shop, we are currently offering click and collect and um, delivery and that sort of thing. So if you did need anything through lockdown, please um, send us a message through our Facebook page. Um, if you just search for Replay Goulburn, then it should come straight up because obviously we still need to try and make a little bit of money through lockdown, and this is our way to try to do so. So, yes, please, 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 if you can and you need anything, just let us know, but I will pass it back to listening.
0: Pretty much. Um, and if uh, you are wanting anything and you want to get it delivered, um, special podcast listener deal for you, um, basically just quote, so you like music. Um, And we will offer you free delivery within Goulburn for you. All right, guys, take it easy and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.